1: fm 104 sunday night live with louise ty
2: Dumbs hit music station f104 louise ty here with you until one o'clock i'm now joined on the phone by faye from soda blonde hello how are you i'm great how are you i'm good i'm good we just played motion there
1: so um motion was the second track um on our ep and it's kind of written about um just comparing the time before lockdown and the time throughout lockdown and kind of like how the tedium and mundanity of life is kind of well there's a through line there from before and Mm. through
2: lockdown yeah and you 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 actually built an ep in isolation didn't you
1: yes so um kind of in the first week of lockdown we decided to um just kind of i think for the sake of restoring a bit of sanity and Mm -hmm. routine um we just decided to crack into a new project um and see i mean the thing is that nobody actually knew how long lockdown was going to last so that's the thing so initially it was kind of like you know this could be one or two weeks but I mean obviously inevitably I mean we're still we're still going through it now so the idea was to restore a bit of sanity and routine but inevitably it kind of became like a passion project I think and um you know it was a great way to document this time
2: and how did you I suppose plan how you were going to do it because I'm assuming you all don't live together
1: Yeah, so that was the challenging thing, and I think the challenging thing for all artists at the moment is, um, like even yourself, you know, having to work remotely and, you know, use the equipment that you have around you. Mm -hmm. So I would have started initially with the bare bones of the track, so, you know, um, written the the kind of the song just on the guitar, and then I would record that, uh, roughly, and then I'd send it on to Adam, and he would kind of lay down a sort of foundational arrangement, and then he would send that on the Bill in turn and done it, and they would kind of lay down the written section and then that kind of draft would come back and forth. So a lot of WhatsApp. Yeah, I can <laughs> imagine, yeah. yeah.
2: And did you find that it was he- easier or harder than you were expecting it to be?
1: Um, I think it's been easier, to be honest. Mm. And I think that it's interesting. I think that we'll kind of continue to use some of the kind of methods that we've been using in the future because it's nice to know that we can actually work remotely and create something that's, you know, of the same standard that we would have yeah. created you know together in the room
2: because i suppose that's the fear as well when you're making something that it does sound like you guys with the level that you guys are up to with it
1: yeah i mean like the thing is, is that like we've been making our own demos you know since we were kids and like the the album is produced um by ourselves you know um that'll be released uh, probably 2021 now <laughs> sure <look>. so like <laughs> You know, we were, we were lucky in the sense that, like, everything was in-house anyway. So mm. this, this time for us was, you know, um, we were able to kind of do it between ourselves, you know.
2: And was the EP a plan or had you kind of gone, right, let's do one song and see, like, how it goes, how we can manage this? Or was it like, right, let's do four songs and...
1: Yeah, it was, it was. It? initially. I mean, usually I would never write in a, in a way that, like, I was trying to fill a brief, you know, because yeah. it's not exactly the most romantic, creative way of doing things, but... um in this case, as I said, it was kind of like a project to sort of just see what we were capable of mm. achieving within a space of time um, and then obviously, you know, it became a, a, like as passionate as any other kind of work we would have done.
2: And what is but, your um, your usual process, I suppose, when you're making something in not in isolation? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the
1: usual process is kind of similar in the sense that like you know, nine times out of ten I would have a song kind of completed on, you know, what guitar or piano and mm. then you know we would arrange this together in the room um you know live or you know sometimes it would be kind of a process of um layering things Mm. in the recording process and stuff like that you know
2: and did you find you kind of came up with organic content the same way you would have done if you were in the same room together
1: yeah I mean yeah it's uh, like, as I was saying before, like, there, there was a brief sort of to fulfill in the sense that I guess mm. we were sort of trying to document what was going on during this period. Like, and, and besides talking about the realities of it, I think also trying to provide a bit of escapism as well, you know, mm. for people listening, so it's not like, not just, like, read 1984 or something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I think I think most things... I would hope, are organic to some extent.
2: And I think we've actually, we've done really well by the fact, I suppose, an Irish and Irish music scene have really kind of stepped up and been doing lives and been making new music and making sure we get new music, even though things at the moment for the music scene are kind of at a standstill a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, I think, like, you have to do what you can to kind of keep connectivity going between people. Like, initially, I would have, I mean, not being skeptical, but certainly had my reservations about, like, you know, the idea of live streaming and, you yeah. know, things online and, and stuff like that. Just how effective they would be, because obviously, you know, hopefully they'll never replace the feeling of a live gig. But I don't
2: think so. And <laughs>
1: having done them, you know, like... The Ruby Sessions is an amazing... I've been following, you know, I've been watching it every Tuesday and it, it has been a way to connect with people and it's really wholesome and, you know, I definitely feel that they've been integral to, you know, keeping people going through the lockdown, you know.
2: I think so too. Initially, I was so excited by them and then you do kind of go, this is this is not the same as going to a venue and waiting and, you know, having the whole kind of experience, yeah. but it's definitely, at least it's a way of getting live music somewhat.
1: Yeah, like I, no, I, I, like as I said, I was I had my reservations but mm. from but like, from watching them I think they're they've been great and like what what or what um other voices have done with Courage twenty twenty I think it's been spectacular, you know. I think it nearly rivals the the just the show other voices.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't so know about that, fun. but yeah, it's close for sure. But you guys did, you mentioned the Ruby sessions, you did the Ruby session there a couple of weeks ago. How was that?
1: it was great yeah i mean obviously like it's challenging because you're recording you know yourself and there's no audience and obviously like that intimacy isn't there yeah um but like you know again like anything to keep you going and keep keeps creativity flowing i think is, is the good thing
2: and you're saying that you will have another album that will be coming out 2021 is that kind of fully finished or you know how far <laughs> ahead are we
1: yeah, no, we're go we we have an album there ready to go. It's just kind of now I guess it's about like releasing it at the appropriate time and yeah. you know when the industry is back on its feet.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And what can we expect from it?
1: Uh, I guess you can expect a bit of vibrance and hopefully <laughs> hopefully <laughs> songs you're going to enjoy and have a bop to. <laughs> I love it, love it.
2: We're going to play Swimming Through the Light next. Do you want to introduce it for us?
1: Sure. Um, we are Soda Blonde, and you're listening to Swimming Through the Night.
2: FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai.